up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. So the question is, what is the consensus? Parents, what do we, and I'm new at the gig. Yeah. Just got the job. Right. Four years in right now. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. But you know when you were growing up, the consensus was like, all the kids have to be in the house by Sun, sun, uh, sundown, right? Mm-hmm. Or 6 p.m. or whatever. Everyone just knew what the rule was. I don't think we've gotten there yet with the screen time. No. Like, I definitely don't think so. I think there's a lot of variety. And I think that that variety exists for multiple reasons. Like sometimes, you know, parents are working a lot. So yeah. there's some default screen time that happens. Or, right. Or, you know, people's stress levels are really high. So they just need to kind of a break without... Break from parenting without having a break. And so there's some screen time that's happening. It's also a way that they socialize. Also, the peer pressure. Peer pressure. Like, all my friends are on Minecraft. Why can't I? Mm-hmm. Okay. Roblox. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's the other one. Bane of my existence. So my nephews came to town the yeah. other day. You know, they. I love having them around our son because they need to bond. Yeah. Even though they're so far away. Yeah. There was mom- one moment when I came into the uh, the living room, and I had a full conversation with this room full of kids. And not one of them heard anything I said. I realized I was talking to myself fully. They were hypnotized by the screens. And I said, guys. Hello. And they like kind of all popped up. And I was just like, what is going on? And then I realized day by day by day, I thought it was going to be a house full of like Legos everywhere and kids throwing things. But it was a house full of kids glued to screens for days. Wow. And I was just like, this is wild. Yeah. It's so true what you say. You think, oh, you're going to get a bunch of kids in the house. It's going to be a mess. They're going to be building things and running around and going outside and bringing mud in the house. Mm-mm. Headphones, oh, screens, right. charging cords. That's what the week was like. And then at one point during dinner, we're all sitting down to eat. And I kind of like tried to beat down. I was like, put those screens down. <laughs> and they were like, but mom has her phone out. And I looked over. I was like, what are you doing? You have your phone out. And she's like, hmm. So... They're learning from our example, too. Did you put your phone down first? Exactly. Did I turn the TV off, Meredith? Ooh. Because at the same time I'm telling them to put the screens down, yeah. the TV's on in the background. Sure. What's the rule of thumb? What are What is everyone doing in their homes right now? How much time in minutes or hours are you allowing your child to be on their screen, their tablet, their phone, their computer? What are we, what are we seeing? I mean, informal poll here from, from Chum, the texters. We got about an hour a day, 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes after dinner. One to two hours can get more time on the weekends if you're doing chores. There seems to be some idea of there's, you know, a bit during the week, a bit more on the weekend, and you can earn screen time uh, by doing things around the house. Let me tell you something. I don't think there's a single kid in Toronto Mm. that's on a screen for only an hour. That is, there's no way. Like, there's no way. It's it's just like you can't even buy a skin for... uh, What's that game? Oh gosh, any game. The one that All Richie, the games have what, the skins. The game that Richie plays? Fortnite. 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 <laughs> you yeah, can't even Fortnite buy a skin like in an hour. Um, on go. At least then you're moving around. Yeah. Okay. So uh, right after this, keep texting your answers in your household. How much time do you give your children on the screen? Because right after this, I want to tell you about what TikTok has done. They've actually implemented a new feature, and I believe it's because of the pressure and what they know about what the screens can do to kids. <laughs> Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Talking about screen time, which is a big buzzword for parents these days. Actually, today. Um, big. And also, I feel like there's a lot of judgment in there, Jamar. And I with, feel like, uh, with who? With parents. 
I feel like we we judge ourselves, we judge each other on on screen time and how much screen time we allow and we don't allow. I feel like we should take that piece out of this discussion. Well, I kind of I like that you said that because I was also having a conversation with myself during the uh, the song a second ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, be honest. How many hours were you playing? What Madden or like? Yeah. You know. What, what, what Nintendo game? Sure. Duck Hunt, Super Mario. We were in that basement for hours. Yes, and that maybe happened. That's too. why I'm the weirdo I am today. <laughs> that's and why I'm all fried and frazzled. But I think the difference here, Jamar, is, and you're saying it, is that those were games that were designed, you know, as relatively innocently. I hope so. But now yeah. when you speak specifically about TikTok, and I'm very interested to hear what they announce. Yeah. There is a intent in the design of the apps that we're using yeah. to become addicted to them. You nailed it. And that's why I think they were forced to make this change. They got data. Um, they were they did a, a research study that was led by the Digital Wellness Lab at Boston Children's Hospital. Now, I got to remind you guys, these, these companies like TikTok, which are multi-billion dollar companies, they don't make moves unless they have to. Not you know moves I mean? like this. Not moves like this. Yeah. So they found out something that they they clearly said, all right, we, we're probably liable for something. So now TikTok has set a new default time limit for minors. Kids under the age of 18, if you have TikTok, it's going to default a 60-minute daily screen time limit. And at some point after the 60 minutes, you will have to put a passcode in that only the parent apparently will know to continue or just not go at all. So the parent sets the okay. passcode. After 60 minutes, the app flags like a screen. It's like your 60 minutes is up. For kids over, uh, I think, 12, over 13, mm-hmm. the kid just gets a notification and they can keep going. But 12 and under, mm-hmm. it just stops. And then they can't look at it anymore. And I got to remind you, they would only do something like this if they knew something was up. And we got to do something about it or they're going to say it's our fault. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, you're under 12 and you're on TikTok. Oh, well, Lord. Listen, um, listen to what a parent's going through right okay. now. Um, on the phone, a parent who says, you feel like your kids are addicted to TikTok? Good morning. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. You think your child is actually addicted to TikTok? You don't, is that euphemism or you think they are? Uh, I just think they are. They're on it like all the time. My daughter actually posts her dances and she's learning all of these different moves it's just ridiculous <laughs> what's your name ramona ramona my name is frustrated hey, yeah my name is frustrated <laughs> yeah. hi uh okay ramona do you have tiktok i only have it so i can monitor what right. they're with it right but i personally don't use tiktok okay so you haven't been you haven't been caught scrolling too like you do you understand what they're into i i had to learn to understand how yeah. to utilize the app as it is because you have to monitor what they're doing i mean the dances some of these dance moves that these kids are doing these days i don't know like my kids are eight and ten um and i've got four but my two younger ones are constantly learning these dance moves sometimes i find they're a little too exotic for their age yeah i know but listen i remember sixth grade when like bbd poison came on i was doing all the (laughs) (laughs) all the hip gyrations that's not gonna change Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 1045. Thank you to the Chum audience for keeping us honest. Someone just reminded me, and we're talking about screen time and children. Someone just reminded me that if you open your iPhone, I, I recommend everybody do this right now. If you go to your phone and go to settings, there is a, a, a screen time button. 
And what it will tell you, it will give you a graph if you had the feature on which I didn't. Conveniently. I just didn't. Jamar Mazeel <clears throat> somehow had that turned off. But if you had it turned on, it will tell you your daily average for screen time. And if you even have another setting on your phone uh, checked, it'll tell you the average of all your devices if they're all signed in, like on your iCloud account. So you're meaning your iPad, your phone, your this, your that. It will give you the time that you spend on all your screens. Now, I would give my number, but I guess I didn't have that the feature on. Sorry. Uh, but I know you guys did. Uh, so let's really think about this. We are telling our children that they need to be on a screen for no more than an hour a day. What are we doing? Text your screen time number to us right now oh, at one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Oh. Text your screen time number once you've gone through this. Go to settings, go to screen time, and then you'll see the graph. What's your daily average for screen time? Text the number to one zero four five three six. Starting with Azalea. <laughs> no. What is your screen time? Azalea, I would like to plead the fifth. No, you can't plead the we fifth. We did not sign up for this. I did. Yeah, I didn't you sign did. up for You're this. You're in the studio. You're on for everything. I am not a child. How much screen time? <laughs> and I, I also want to say, guys, before we shame people, I counted the amount of screens we have in the studio right now. Yeah. 21 screens in our studio. That means all monitors, all of our phones, watches, and devices. And there are four people. It's in only the four, studio. but there are 21 screens in here. <laughs> They're but to be fair, over. one has CP24. Two have CP24 on it. Do we really need CP24 yes. on it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, they're we over do. there doing Listen, dumb dances or something. No. <laughs> like, we need. Oh, here, were they, here we go. Okay, what okay. are they? People are coming in. Azalea, I'm saving you. Thank you. Uh, we got seven hours. We got seven eight hours, hours a day on the screen. Mine wasn't like that. Okay. We got eight that. hours and 22 minutes. We got two hours and 28 minutes. Oh, Four hours and 45 impressive. minutes. Can you, like... There's only 24 hours in the day. Now, maybe that person was watching Real Housewives on the <laughs> Maybe that person is Meredith Shaw. No, Ho I'm not eight hours and 22 minutes. Hopefully you're watching Your Honor. That show is amazing. Yeah. Oh, anyway. oh, look at everybody. <gasps> what are the numbers? Five hours and 48 minutes. We should. Everyone should actually have an idea of this. Like, I, I think everyone listening to the show right now should actually look at this number and just know. You yep. know your number. You know what we're doing? We're getting our numbers right. Because when you know, then you can do something about it, right? Okay. I know we still haven't shared. Okay, mine. I'll yeah, I'll go share. ahead, Meredith. Everyone's you, sharing. What's your? Come on. Okay, so yesterday, I, you know, it was three hours and eighteen minutes. I mean, it's a lot, but it's not terrible. It's not terrible, but it's um like I said that like an American. You're not. It's you're not, not terrible. That's but, how I said. That's I not terrible, but you're not the eight-hour person that just texted in. No, I, I'll, and again, this is I judgment we free zone. It's <laughs> a shame-free zone. I'm not shaming. I'm just pondering, <laughs> no. pondering. Um, but it, honestly, <laughs> I uh, did. I thought a lot yesterday. And how did I spend three hours? And how did I have time to spend three hours and eighteen minutes on my phone? Do you want to share? Right? What, you know what I mean? Do you want to share what your most used app is? Instagram. Instagram. Azalea, you got to share. Come on. Come on, girl. Okay. I was on my phone a lot yesterday. <laughs> my, <laughs> Here we go. My screen time yesterday: six hours. Whoa. And forty-five. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm not shaming. I'm in awe. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Whoa. But I don't even know how that could have been. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 1045. I'm thinking about taking a trip to a resort, and what I noticed I do is I'll look at the, the webpage and the reviews, and I'll look specifically for just the negative reviews. Okay. Because I think if, you know, even if the 
you know, the uh, say the hotel has five stars or four stars, yeah. and like they have a majority of positive reviews. Okay, I want to find the worst thing that someone has to say about it, and if I can deal with it, I'm good. Like they right. say, you want to see if you align with that negative review person a little bit. Like if you, they start talking about stuff you care about, you're listening. Well, yes, kind of. Yeah. What I'm really saying is. Even if there's somebody that's that miserable and's like, oh, this, da, 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 da. And if what they, their negativity I don't agree with, mm. I'll still give them the place a chance. Sure. If they're griping about stuff, you're like, I'm fine with that. Exactly. I don't need that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. how I use negative reviews. How I do you see. use them? I, I use them a lot when it comes to clothing, online shopping for clothes. Yeah. Um, because it's very, you know, you can look at the item on the screen, but it, you're not going to really know how it fits, you know, and then you look on the reviews and they'll say, oh, these are really long or this is true to size or this is that you got to size up. This is too small because you start ordering clothes online. It's ve- it's like going out into who knows where you have no idea what sizes are or what it's going to look like on you. So I find that's how I use negative reviews the most on a daily. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. I love shopping for, if I'm shopping for clothes online and there's reviews that include photos and things like that, amazing for me. Yeah. And almost now, if they don't, if it's an item of clothing and it's not reviewed, there's no one who has reviewed it yet. Right. I move on. I don't get it. Agreed. Because I want to know how it fits on other people, what they like. And also, you know when that story came out about Amazon where they said there were certain companies that were paying people to give positive reviews. Sure. If an item has way too much positivity and if the language is like way too like formal and- Mm -hmm. Like, they like copy and paste. Yeah, it looks like someone that you, this is America. You don't speak that well. You know what I'm saying? Like, if just the, say you like the product and move on. Exactly. Right, then yeah. I know that it's like probably you know someone being paid to to leave that review. Yeah. I wonder, but now my question to you is: Have you ever left a negative review? No. I've never. No, either. I would never. I don't. I don't have the guts. I wouldn't do that. I, I don't I'm, know. I don't want. I just want everybody to get along and live their life. I don't want to. I don't want to come down hard on somebody. Not online. Let lives forever because it's their business. It's their livelihood. I don't. Something has I to really go wrong. Yeah. For me to leave a negative review. And I kind of feel like it's 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 your responsibility to find out how how bad this place sucks. Like <laughs> you, you stumble upon it. I'm not telling you. Yeah, that's your right. turn. Like uh, and I, we stumbled upon an article about these negative reviews that people left, and like you would be surprised at some of the stuff people. Complain about it. I'm just like it's very nitpicky. This person complained that they went to a resort. Um, they did this on Travelocity, mm. and they're mad about how they were told "Happy Birthday." Uh-huh. Came, came for my birthday and wedding anniversary. I arrived on my birthday with my ID, and the front desk, after I pointed out it was my birthday, said, "Oh, it's really your birthday, not Happy Birthday." The third day, I called <laughs> in and spoke to the manager because it bothered me so much, and she sent a gross old cake. That should have been thrown out of the room. With the casino and hotel here, I think they could have done something nice. With so many choices in Vegas, I'd try somewhere else. Can you believe someone left? Okay. Me? So if you if you read that, you think, okay, believe, this I'm, person is a little whack. This person's nuts. I'm staying. Yeah, I know. No way. I'll, I'll, I'll stay. Right. Too much. Yeah. Very entitled. Tell uh, anyone uh, texting about the negative reviews that they've left. Oh, are... lots. Anyone texting? Excuse me. <laughs> oh. Our chum listeners are writing some negative reviews. I know. And uh, let me just say, you uh, aren't using uh, not a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> a ton of words. You are you are verbose in very your funny. negative reviews. Very funny. Yeah. Well, our listeners have a tendency to be very very vocal about the things they don't like. <laughs> And I've been told that we get, I've gotten some negative reviews, and I told the boss to really hide those from me for my mental health. So know that those negative reviews left on me never make it to my eyes. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast.
104.5. It is Women's History Month. Um, March, yeah, March is Women's History Month. And just to remind everybody, uh, it is a month dedicated to reflect on the often overlooked contributions of women to our history and our society, which uh, I couldn't agree with more. And I'll, I'll tell you this, as a man, living as a man my whole life, there are things about womanhood that I always am surprised that I don't know. <laughs> Blind spots, if you will. Yeah, sure. Uh, and I was thinking about this yesterday, and I found uh, a, a list of things that the women in the room and listen to the show, you can tell me if you agree with this. Okay, Zelia, you ready? These are ready. <laughs> women sharing things that they are judged for that men are not. The double standard, if you will. Like, if a man did this, never going to happen. No one will ever say this to you. But if a woman does it, oh my gosh, how could she? Now, Jamar, you know we don't have that much time. <laughs> really, I know. And I, I I, wouldn't, I'm telling you, I wouldn't even, if you asked me the question, I'd be like, uh, I, 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 I don't know. But yeah. when I read some of these, I'm like, really? For example, okay. um, do you get judged women for wearing shorts year-round? Like if a woman wore shorts in cold weather compared to if a man wore shorts in cold weather. Would a woman get judged more harshly for wearing shorts or, or skimpier clothing? Are these colder. like short shorts? Like shorts? Yeah. yeah. Shorts or cold or, or small clothing, smaller clothing. I'm sure. Weather. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. I mean, any any kind of, uh, you know, women are objectified. So anytime you uh, are going against a norm, a seasonal norm, perhaps, yeah. you're going to stand out. Anytime you're showing a little bit more of your body. You know, as much as progress as we've made, people still, are, you know, are, make assumptions or judgments. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, and you can add to the list. You can text us to 104536. Um, another one on this list is being told you don't smile. Oh. 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 <laughs> All and the when time I, is when the I, most annoying thing. No one ever tells a man that, hey, bro, you should smile more. No one ever says that to a man, but people say that to women, right? Why All are you the not, time. Why are you not smiling, honey? What's wrong? It's so annoying. Really? Of course. Because you could just be standing in the line of the grocery store and like, why aren't you smiling, sweetheart? <laughs> like, it's like you were. What? You were supposed who to is, who, <laughs> like, yeah. what, Excuse me? Like, I know. That's wild. Yeah, for sure. I actually have a, a there's a great designer, a Canadian named Hillary McMillan. She has a, a bomber jacket that I got. It says, don't tell me to smile on the back. Love it. It's like stitched with embroidery. I mean, yep. as a matter of fact, a lot of times when men don't smile, we're actually told that we're stoic and strong looking. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like it's, it's almost like thing. a badge. Like, wow, he's so strong. Or I've, I've been told I should smile less in pictures to be taken seriously. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I'm doing a bad job at it. <laughs> what I'm trying to keep the wow. smile down a little bit. Take the smile down a notch. We'll take yeah. it more seriously. Like, really? Right. Okay, let me try it. You know, like, I don't know. Uh, things that women get judged for that men don't. Working in fields that are predominantly um, occupied by the opposite sex. Meaning, mm. if you're a woman working in construction, mm. people will say something to you about it. But if you're a man working in a field where there are a lot of women, people will be like, wow, that's really cool that you do that. Right. They look at it differently. I see. Yeah. Good on you. You must get all the ladies. Exactly. Exactly. Right. 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 Um, things that women are judged for that men aren't. Passing gas. <laughs> I mean, you don't do pass people... gas. I had a feeling, <laughs> uh, but I, I, w I wasn't sure if that one was confirmed yet. But anyway, uh, things that women are judged for, add to the list. 104536 text. Turn 
up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Hey, Ramona, good morning. Hi, good morning. We're talking about things that women are judged for that men aren't necessarily judged the same for, the double standard. Um, what? Which one do you say? I say short hair. Yeah, okay. this one's a, a very... Uh, because you know what? I had, I don't know if I've said this to you guys before, but mm. I really love when women have short hair. You do? Yeah, and I feel like I'm in the like vast minority on that because I think I, like mostly people love long hair. They think of like you know the long flowing hair. Ramona, right. do you have short hair? No, I don't have short hair. Oh, but I think right. I think women who have short hair are very fashion forward. They're yeah. very strong. They carry it well. But to your point, men are always liking long, luscious hair. Yeah. Um, if you really want a strong woman, I think women with short hair wear it with confidence. And uh, Ramona, are you thinking about it? Is this a can we can we be your hair consultants before you go in for the big job? <laughs> well, because you sound confident. Short. Yes. I'm a cancer survivor, so uh, once you go through that, you keep your hair. You keep it long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm so glad that uh, you made it through your journey. We love you, Ramona. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Love but, listening to you guys. Thanks. Hair, you know, t- yeah. To wow. Ramona's point, too, I think it's just the the stuff around hair in general yeah. for women is completely different from men. Like, no one makes a big deal over when men get haircuts, change their hairstyle. It's not really as big of a deal as when women do it. Like, No, it's are... bigger when the, you change your facial hair. We, we have more judgment for you. Probably, for, for yeah. The hair on the head. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but when women make drastic changes to their hair, it seems to be like earth-shattering news. Well, I mean, don't even get me started on color. Hair color. That's another one, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge double standard. Yeah, like, not look, dyeing your hair. I mean, yeah, you not know. dyeing your hair, going gray. Like, yeah. you look at guys like um, Clooney. Sure. Who's Sean Connery resting. Yeah. Put on a pedestal for mm-hmm. having the gray hair. And then the, when a woman embraces their gray hair. Yeah. Completely different standard. Mm-hmm. It's true. It is true. And, uh, you know, th- speaking, I know now this is giving a whole hair thing, but yeah. I-, I did uh, see a really powerful conversation that at some point in, in your life, you should, as a woman, cut your hair because it is a powerful confidence boosting type of thing. A lot of people use their hair as a security blanket. Yeah. You know, I've sort of had the same hair. Yeah, I don't color it. And, and, you know, I've had it the same basically my whole life. So I feel like I'm now tempted. I mean, you'll look just as beautiful. You'll just have a different look. I I know, but it's anyway. Okay, maybe I'll think about <laughs> I know it. Aaron one, O'Brien. I, I need that, to get him on the line. That, yeah. one, that one is heavy, right? It is. Because women and hair, yeah. it's a heavy topic. Mm-hmm. Um, things that women are judged differently for than men. The double standard around sex and sexual partners. You like, gotta talk about it. One, it's the uh, the badge of honor, and the other one, it's the the shame. Yeah, those numbers, those partners, it comes up uh, a lot, you know, in pop culture and also in relationships. I think there's, you know, used to be a lot of shame surrounding that. I think some of that light is being shone now, and so we're moving through it. But it's, uh, yeah, definitely still a double standard there. Um, someone said standing up for yourself. If you're a man, you're looked at as strong. For a woman, you're looked at as argumentative. Preach. That, that, must... is, that is such a moment when you when you sort of stop being a girl and become a woman is the moment that you figure out, oh, I can just have this opinion. I can just hold space. I can just say my piece. And if, if that hits you in a funny way, that is your stuff, not mine. Right. You know, and we, we don't we don't get taught that we get taught to be nice, smile, do your job, work hard. So not many to take up space, not to own your spot. Yeah. So many things to undo in the culture. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. But um, yeah, this is the kickoff to Women's History Month. 
So I'm just thinking about. Look at these texts, Jamar. Yeah, they're, they're through the roof. Ooh. Yeah. This is stuff that, like, we as men hardly ever even consider or think about. Well, you know what? I, thank you for bringing this up. Yeah. You know? Very interesting to me. You're a good one, Jamar. I, I like, well, I like knowing what I don't know. Um, so <laughs> now I know. <laughs> Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shem 104.5. We had this big meeting yesterday after work with, like, Everyone in the building, all these like big executives and mm-hmm. ties and suits and stuff. You see what I was wearing? <laughs> <laughs> Jamar rolled up in there in his pajamas, like straight up. <laughs> it was like, hey guys, I'm here, half shaven. And you know what I was thinking during all of that? I was like, good thing this wasn't yesterday because I was wearing sweats yesterday. <laughs> well, and why was I a little late? Because? Because I was in the washroom getting some mascara on. I know. I you know, know what I mean? I know. So it's and, true. And there, my friends, is the, is the double standard. Right. There it is. We're talking about um, it's the first day of uh, Women's Month. And I was just thinking about like double standards between men and women, things that we judge women for more harshly, and, and how it, sometimes we don't even question when men do it. And I know that I probably looked all types of crazy. Well, maybe I didn't look crazy, but I, I feel like if a woman had did it, I mean, do you feel like sweatpants for women is a thing? I mean, I wear sweats almost every single day, but it's not like I would go on a date in sweatpants, yeah. whereas I've gone on dates before, and the guy's wearing a sweatpants and a hoodie, like a tech fleece. Yeah. You know, but I wouldn't wear that. You wouldn't do that, right? I would not. And I'll tell you- this- Not saying I wouldn't look good, but I'm just saying like I- <laughs> But you wear like- stylish sweats. You wear stylish, like, you know, matching, right. sometimes even designer-looking stuff. Right. But then some, but I still don't feel like it is. Oh my gosh! Look at Meredith. Together. Look, look what she's wearing. Meredith's wearing full, her roots, the roots full sweatsuit roots right sweatsuit. Yeah. But you would never wear that to the board meeting, would you? No. <laughs> like, right. No, 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 like no, no, I no. did yesterday. Yeah. But yeah. I, I just in my head, I don't think that I would be judged that way. It would. You, it, would, it, you wouldn't. It, you wouldn't. It, it didn't cross yeah. my mind. You wouldn't. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you know. <laughs> It's one of those things because Azalea and I, you know, I think we're we're speaking on behalf of a lot of, of women out there. We also feel very empowered. Like, I guess I could rock this to a board meeting. You know, I feel right. like I should be able to. But I, I got to be honest, there would be something, a hiccup in my head that would say, uh, uh, and yeah. I think that's exactly what we're talking about here. I also feel that when I go to get my car repaired. Okay. Change. Yeah. Uh, you know. I've been driving a Jeep for a long time, many, yeah. many years. I kind of know how they drive, yeah. what they do. I'm not going to say I know everything. You know your car, though. But I do know my car. And there's you... an assumption that I don't when I walk in. There's an assumption that this is probably going to be more expensive. You know what I'm saying? What does that taste like? Like, tell me what happens. Oh, man. The worst part, the worst time was when I went and there was something I had to, to do technically with the car. Mm-hmm. And the, the person asked, is there someone I need to call to get permission to do it? What? And I said, do you not think I own this vehicle, sir? And wow. he, he backed right up. But he was like, do you need to call to ask someone? To, I was like, ask ask who? My mommy? My, my daddy? Like, like, what are you talking about, <laughs> Willis? Like, I was the like, presumption, me. unbelievable. Yes. And so there's just, and I have to say, I have almost trauma as I go in to mm. deal with my car now because I feel like I'm going to be a part of that scenario somehow. And ooh, that ticked me off. Yeah. Oh, it ticked me off. Yeah. Something I never have to think about when I take my car in. Mm-hmm. I just have a straight shooter conversation with the tech or the service advisor. I'm just like, 
I'll even ask them, like, are you sure that's what's wrong? And, like, they'll, they'll actually try to convince me mm. that they know what they're talking about. It's like a very level conversation. Yeah. So. Wow. Come on, guys. Yeah. We got to stop that. Yeah, we got to stop that. We got to stop that. We got to stop that. But there's lots. I mean, there's there's these texts. I'm so, I'm. I guess I'm surprised and not surprised, but yeah, yeah there's there's a lot going on. Yeah, I'm glad uh, we are unearthing them this morning. Uh, someone texted, uh, "Women get judged for driving a big truck or a sports car." Judged in a good way, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm always like, "Yes, sis, looking good." Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. According to New York Magazine, there is a time, a special time of day, that. If you cancel plans with somebody past this time, you are a supreme jerk. Yep. You are supremely inconveniencing the person to the point there they might not be able to make plans after this hour. Yeah, this I, magic hour, which I, I, I appreciate knowing these rules. I didn't really think about this, and it sounds early to me, but I will tell you the hour right now. New York Magazine says that if you cancel plans after 2 p.m., you are doing your friend, your person, whatever, a supreme injustice. 2 p.m. is the cutoff. And you think that that is... That's bad early. early. That's early. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I, know, I, I guess I'm a jerk, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I was thinking the day, the day before. No way. Things things happen, Meredith. Oh, like, Jamar. Th- excuse me. Okay, day of. I know things happen. Yeah. You know? And if you, if you have a child and you want to get out of something... There's your excuse, right? You can't do anything about it. Oh, the babysitter yeah, canceled. Oh, the like, child is sick. Oh, my child's head stuff. exploded. Really, really? Okay. I, I well, got to clean it up, honestly. Yeah. All right. But especially when it comes to, you know, getting ready for the day. Like, if I, if I knew I had something to do later... I would have gotten up earlier today, mm-hmm. so I would have had a shower. Yeah. I would have, you know, I've got mascara I got to put on. There's things you do. I would wear a different shoe, right? You have to think of these things. Sure. As a woman, I guess. And so if someone all of a sudden is canceling plans, it's like, oh, oh. But then I guess you can find someone else. Well, according to. to this magazine, they're saying after 2 p.m., even 3 p.m. They say at 3 p.m., the person is going to be alone for the night because they're the odds of finding somebody to stand in for you yeah. are very low. People have made plans. People sure. are still at work. Most people get up work at 5. Yeah. They already know what they're doing for the evening. So um, 3 p.m. is just too, too, too late. But 2 o'clock is the cutoff. You should think about that today. If you're going to cancel on somebody today, you have until 2 p.m. <laughs> and here's the other thing. If you're having plans with somebody like a date yes. where they're actually cooking for you, they say the cutoff's even earlier. It's more to what you said earlier. Day before. Day before, they yes. said twenty-four hours. Yes, yeah, a be, date. Yes, they might be marinating meat or exactly. something like that. Exactly, cleaning their house, <laughs> making sure they got the right, you know, candle out. Yeah, you got to go the night before there, or or you're just being unfair. But I have to say, with all that we know, when someone cancels those plans, yeah, there's relief. <laughs> I'm sure. We got to be honest. It's like oh. if someone sends you that text, you're like, oh no problem. Yeah, for sure. And inside, you're thinking. I get to go home. I get to sit on my couch. Why are we doing this? We're I making plans that we just don't want to it's, yeah. even Welcome have. to being a human being. I know. Yeah. And we're coming out of all the you know COVID and staying away. So now we think we want to have plans, but we don't. But we don't. <laughs> well, you got until 2 p.m. today to let them know that yeah. it, uh, they got to do something else and then you want to take a rain check. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. I got a call yesterday during the show. Ronica calls me and I'm like, 
She never calls during the show. Yeah, and actually, I, I saw your face change. You were concerned. No one ever calls me. Yeah, you're like, well, what's happening? Like, everyone knows, like, yeah. busy, right? Yeah. So I'm like, hello? Yeah. And it's not her. It's it's Kof. I'm like, hello? He's like, hello? I'm like, hey, what's up? Daddy, I miss you. I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> and I'm just like, this has never happened before. The phone called during work. I miss you, Daddy. I know. I, went, I was actually going to pull the plug on the radio station and be like, all right, show's done. I'm out of here. You kind he of me. I gotta you go. mushed up. Yeah, did. you did. That I doesn't did. happen often. Yeah, I know. At least he made a nice call. Oh, it was a very nice call. Because I remember when I was a kid, and I used to call my parents during work. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was because I was looking at the time. This is probably like during summer. Yeah. I'm looking at the time, and I'm anticipating the ice cream truck coming down the, the street. And I'm like, I need money. <laughs> so like I called my I called my mom and my mom is was a teacher. Yeah, and she, like, she, she, she and that's that. all but that's a whole process, right? Sure, you, you have call to call office, office. I have to go down the hall to get her. Right. Just to come to the office. And I think they were on to me, so sometimes they'd be like, Oh yeah, we'll uh we'll have her call you back. They'd try to see if it was an emergency. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, Miss McNeil, is this her son? Hi, oh uh, yeah, uh, she'll call you back. So then I'd have to call my dad. <laughs> he was in an office. Yeah. And I'd be like, Hey, uh the, the, the ice cream truck has come in an hour. Where's the money? <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> and this was very, very regular for me. So that's what I called their work for. Right. Money for the ice cream truck. Yeah. And were you successful? Um, successful? Sometimes. Oh, okay. There sometimes you there was success. Yeah. And sometimes they just act like, hey, we don't have any more money. That was right. the answer. We don't have any more money. Yeah, there's no more money. And I'm actually trying to make money right now at right. work. So can leave you please me alone. leave me alone? Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> what did uh, your kids call you during work for? Text 104536. Did they ever call you during work? I mean, you've called your parents Oh, of course work. I have. Yeah, when I was growing up, for sure. I had a very specific reason that I would call mainly my dad, but then sometimes my mom. <laughs> uh, this was, you know, I'm dating myself, but I didn't have, uh, like, Waze. That app did not exist. <laughs> when I was a kid. Right. When I was driving. You know, right, so I was, sure. I had my license, so I wasn't a kid kid. I wasn't like ice cream truck kid. But, um, yeah, I was a teenager, and, and I have a horrific, still, sense of direction. I, you, it's right, <laughs> I go left. I mean, I have no idea. Growing up in Toronto my whole life, you know, I drove to Guelph thinking I was going to Kingston. That'll mean something to people listening. People are like, totally the opposite. What? Direction. Kingston is east, Guelph is west. They're very far away from Toronto. I went totally the wrong direction. Anyway, so this is something that has plagued me my whole life. So I would call my dad, and if you remember this, there was a Pearly's map. This was a brand of map, Pearly's. Yeah. And so I would call him. Paper map? Yeah, paper map, uh-huh. Mark. I know. <laughs> Back in the day. Well, you're ancient. I'm ancient. Uh, rude. Um, <laughs> I would call him Papa Pearlies because I'd be like, Papa Pearlies, <laughs> if I need to go to, you know, this, do I take the 401 east or west? And I would be driving at the time. I'm like, tell me now. Like, <laughs> it was like, I have to make the decision now. So he'd be like, west, west. Meredith, you are 17 years old. How have I raised you to not know which direction to go? Anyway, so Papa Pearlies, Mama Pearlies, that's what I would do. Thank you for answering the phone. Yeah. <laughs> or I would be... Totally in the wrong direction. We've got so much text to get to. You'd be in uh, Vancouver still. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, Texas 104.536, let us know when your kids called your place of work, when they called your phone while you were working. What do they want? And are they still calling? They're probably calling now. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. And you know what's wild? Half the kids have cell phones now and, like, Apple Watches and just ways to text and communicate. So yeah. they're probably calling their parents all day. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe the, maybe the calls have stopped, the texts have started. I don't know, but it's true. We're much more in communication now than we were. And these texts, a lot of them surrounding food, Jamar. Food, really? Yeah, you're not you're not off base with what you were doing with your parents when you were growing up um, with the ice cream truck. There's a, a text coming in that says, my son calls to ask me if he can have a snack out of the specific snack cupboard, which I guess is the good snacks, right? But the kicker is here. This is a, a mom obviously texting in because she said, his dad was downstairs, <laughs> but he still called. But he still called me mom. at yeah. work. Yeah. And mom works at like the nuclear power plant over in uh, Pickering. Right. right? Like, she's yeah. Like, I'm here trying to save the world. Like, yes. Yes, you can have a, a gummy. Exactly. Okay. Uh, again, with some food, I, I leave for work early, so I'll get uh, often calls in the morning because one of my daughters don't doesn't like the lunch that I packed. <laughs> so there's some lunch judgment. Okay. Uh, I guess maybe just to, to call mom and say, you know what, mom, what you did this morning before you left for work, it wasn't good enough for me. But, you know, in the mind of a child, that's like the most important oh. thing. Like, what's for lunch at school? Oh. It's huge. It's like your respite. It's like the only thing that's getting you through. It's everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of like you know logistical call desk if I could go to a friend's house after school where's the toilet paper where's the toilet paper the toilets are clogged and I'm hungry oh that's a great phone call uh, any permission calls or people asking for permission for anything like I remember at, there was a point where uh, my cousins would be at the house with us during the summers and my mom would lock up the, uh, the Nintendo and I would oh. ask for permission to unlock the closet where the Nintendo was so we could play it Yes. So I'd have to ask for permission. So I'd have to call for permission. Can I unlock the Nintendo closet to get the games so we could play? That and, was a big one. But isn't that a nice phase where you still are in the relationship of asking for permission? You know what I mean? This sort of innocent, like you could just unlock it and do it and not tell. And You know what I mean? But uh, you, yeah, but it's in, like the right thing to do. You're, yeah. you're still young enough as a kid where you're trying to. You know, be on the same team as I think opposed in my to my head. That closet was like electrified, and if I touched right. it, I would get like, bzz, like so. Like, I, yeah. I couldn't touch it. Right. So, mom, can you unelectrify the closet <laughs> so I can open it up? Uh, a text coming in. I work in Toronto and live in Niagara. My 19-year-old oh. called me to say there was a spider in the bathroom, <laughs> and he had to pee. Mom, mom, <laughs> mom. I'm just gonna say, mom. That 19-year-old is not moving out. Right, exactly, <laughs> you, exactly. We're going to have a 29-year-old. And the fear of spiders <laughs> never goes away. No, no. It's, I mean, it's a thing. We're, we're either, and, and I bet Jamar one day when Kofi stops calling yeah. at work. I know. It's I'm going to be sad. And you I'm, I'm, miss it. That, it flips. It flips. Because then you start, then yes, the parents then you start. start calling the kids. I know, then I start screening my mom all the time. Ooh. Screening. <laughs> like, Why are you calling? Oh, How's work? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, it's great. It's working. Like, okay. I yeah. see. Someone, I see. Someone's texting and saying you should keep a little little notes in your phone with these little memories that pop up. That's a really good idea. You know, just when they happen so that you can look back on them. It's a really good idea. Yeah. It's easy to do now with these mm -hmm. phones. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. <laughs> Hello, Azalea. <laughs> Hi, Dad. What do you want? You know, I want to say that most of the times I call my dad had to do with snacks. 
Or, you know, the important things. <laughs> the important <laughs> When was he coming home? Yeah. When are you? What's that, he doing? That's another one. Oh, it's a big one. We got same time every that. single day. I need to follow up. I got to make sure. When are you coming home today? Mm-hmm. You already know. Five twenty-six. Yeah. You know the time. Look at that. Right, probably was. So and even funny. someone texted in saying mostly in the fall because it's getting dark. When are you coming home? That's that's when they would get the when are you coming home texts or calls. <laughs> and this one funny too. Like definitely two different generations talking here one my son used to call me at work to let me know the showcase price on the price is right what <laughs> like what it was what it was all going for wait the child would call yeah just to say hey, hey. it's a new car <laughs> like, it's like, bob barker Mom, himself what yeah <laughs> a new car <laughs> so there's that kind of game and then there's the more recent game my 12 year old texted me at work asked if he could buy a game online i didn't answer right away so he sent another text I didn't answer, so he called me three times while I was in the middle of a meeting at work. Because <laughs> it's very important tomorrow. I need a Roblox, you know, skin or flaw, whatever you do. I, I need game. more Robux. Yeah, Robux. Now. I need Robux now. <laughs> now. Like, what can you now. possibly be doing that's so important that you cannot answer my text? Like, can, yeah. you imagine all the right import- away. can you imagine all the important things <laughs> that parents are doing when right? we're getting these texts yeah. and yeah. these calls? Mm-hmm. Like what? Are, what is what the prime minister or like the president do? Like when they get those calls, <laughs> yeah. do you think kids have direct lines to those? Yeah, those they're they're at, at the end of the day, they're a dad, they're a mom, they got to. Wow. Yeah, don't you think? Because what if you know your daughter called because her pet snake went behind the bathroom vanity? Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I would rather. I guess I'd rather know that. No, I'd rather not know that. Just, just that that's an actual live. call someone got. That's an actual call someone got. Uh, Another one, it was April Fool's Day. Oh, I do not recommend doing this. (laughs) I don't even know if I'm going to go there. (laughs) I'm not going there. Let's move on. You know, meanwhile, (laughs) our parents would call us from work while they're busy to tell us, take the chicken out of the freezer. Yes, defrost the chicken. still wouldn't do it. still wouldn't do it. Because we were busy. Can you imagine the terror (laughs) when you look at the time and it's like 4.30 and you know you didn't take out the chicken to defrost the chicken? And you can't speed up that process. No. You can't put that in water in the sink to... Air fryer. Right. The, the, what was <laughs> that? that. Mm. On the cooking meal front, I like this. And we're not, you know, we're not slagging on dads here. But dad ran out of milk. That's the phone call that this mom got. I had to ask him to make hamburger helper. And he read the instructions as 21 cups instead of two and a half cups. 21 cups <laughs> of, of milk. milk. <laughs> Still laugh about it almost 20 years later. So there we go. Oh, yeah. Gotta love that do not disturb mode, right? <laughs> Screen time. It screams out all that. All that. Yeah, all we right. like to be in communication, right? Communication is a good thing. When the phone calls stop, that's when you got a problem. I know. Yeah. A, a toast to the parents mm-hmm. for all the patients in the world. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 1045. It's Marilyn Dennis and Jamar's watch list. Hey, go watch it. I'm watching you. Show 1045. We are inching ever so closely to Oscars night. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, next Sunday, the 12th. That'll be playing on CTV, CTV.ca, and the CTV app. Um, how far into the Best Picture nominees are you in terms of which you've watched so far? <laughs> this is always the struggle. I know. And it always surprises me because I feel like I'm a movie watcher. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm kind of with it. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Best Picture noms come out. I'm like, what? So 
Uh, Top Gun. I've seen that. Okay, uh, me too. Which, you know, great. Yeah. Um, Elvis. I've seen that. Seen that as well. Great. And that is where I stop. Okay. okay. Uh, so there's Avatar. Didn't see Avatar? No. Okay. No interest. And you didn't see everything, everyone, everywhere, every time? <laughs> no. Everything, everywhere, all at once. But you were talking about that. And so that's the one I, that, that I think I'm going to check out for sure because it leads with 11 nominations. So you got a film that you know is probably, and it's been doing well in the lead up. Yeah. So it's going to win stuff. And you you want to know why. <laughs> so I'm going to watch that one for sure. I'm going to catch I that I can't wait Crave to hear your, your, this your impressions on Yeah, because you, you were uh, sort of astonished by it. It's the strangest <laughs> movie out of all of these. It's the strangest of the lot, for sure. Um, the Banshees of Inishirin, I want to watch that. Definitely, I want to watch that too. And I also I got to be in the right mood to watch that though. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you got to kind of like you know. Ready. Yeah, I got to get ready for that. And All Quiet on the Western Front. That's another one I want to see. Okay, well we got a lot of watching to do before yeah. the, but but you know we got time. We got this weekend, and then it's Sunday, right? So you still got next weekend kind of as well. Jimmy Kimmel uh, going to be hosting, so excited to uh, to see what he gets up to, uh, and you know. Last Oscars was very, uh, <laughs> very dramatic. Yeah. So we'll have to see how they deal with that, because you know Jimmy Kimmel will. I, I, I say chain link fence. <laughs> yeah, that's how they do it. <laughs> that's how they'll get around the thing. Um, True Lies started this week, by the way, too. Uh, the, the new TV show on CTV. Okay. Um, that stars Ginger Gonzaga, who I interviewed uh, during something she was here for. The Upfronts. Was it the Upfront? Yeah. Yeah, she was here for the Upfront. Yeah. We had a great talk. Um, you can check it out on chum1045.com, our chat. Um, really I, cool chat. About I the, like her. Yeah, she's fun. She's really personable. Yeah. And, uh, Beautiful, we, tough. We all talked that stuff. about um, what it was like actually uh, doing a action, you know, an action uh, sequence. Wow. TV show. She really enjoyed that. So yeah, check that out. All right. I got, I got a lot to catch up on though myself. I got Drag Race to catch up on. I got Housewives to catch up on because I was away. When you're away, I I kind of love it because you come back and you're like, oh, there's three episodes. You can have yeah. your little binge watch, even though the shows are coming out week by week. You know, that's so, always like the best feeling. It's the best feeling. I know. Even though you miss them, you get to mm. have a nice little stretch of stuff that you get to watch. Yeah, and I, no one spoiled it for me, so. I'm, I'm doing okay so far. Okay. Hey, back to the Oscars. Just let us know what Oscar movie, the best picture that you've seen, and uh, tell us what your pick, you know, will win. You can text us at 104536 because uh, it's going to be a very interesting Oscars this year. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. Chum 104.5. Podcast.